0: But yeah, oh. I'm up for it, cause actually because oh, of, yeah. Yeah, cause the time difference between you guys and us, I um, always ask artists when I'm doing US interviews, is it your time? They're like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, it's going to be Saturday, you know, in, here in Australia. And then it's like, oh no, actually, it's today. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's awesome. It's all good.
1: Awesome. Mm. All right.
0: <laughs> First off, um, love the new album.
1: Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> no, no problem. It's um, it's got a it got a bit of everything, doesn't it?
1: It does. I mean, that was the original idea was to um, have these like themed sections on the album. So the first four songs are love songs, the next four are breakup songs, and the last four are kind of about everything else in life. So um, it was a really early on vision that I had, and I'm so excited that it came together the way it did.
0: No, Tanu Art's joining us this morning, and of course, we'll kick off with the um, the first song, which um, I actually only found out the other day, was a very interesting concept about wild love, which, um, is it true or not that you wrote the song literally a week after meeting your partner? I did, yeah, it, I think it was maybe a little
1: premature to call it love, but I was excited and just kind of wanted to capture that feeling of kind of feeling a little crazy and thinking like, oh my gosh, I might actually really love this guy and I barely know him yet. So I just tried to capture that in the lyrics and the melody of this song.
0: So have you always uh, been like that as as a songwriter? It's always, you know, in the heat of the moment, that in, in the heart of passion that you just you come up with all this inspiration for songs?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's usually the way it works for me. I found found that if I didn't take the time to sit down and write when I have the inspiration, I usually, you know, if I write it down in my phone, the idea or whatever, I usually don't come back to it and have the same feelings about it. So I really try to to capitalize on the emotions when I have them and, and try to write just real, honest truth about what I'm feeling at the time.
0: No, no doubt, Tennille joining us. The, the first single, um, which I must admit, in, a, in an embarrassing way, um, in the studio, we have this um, big open studio, so no one can see us, so when we play somebody, somebody like that, which we get a lot of requests, I tend to dance and sing along to it, very badly. Yeah, but, um, yeah just a heads up. Um, but yeah, so the story behind that song, and obviously it's just a really um, edgy sort of pop song.
1: It is, yeah. It's also, like, it was a song that I had written after writing a bunch of breakup songs. And at this point, I was like, you know what? I'm over the breakup. I want to talk about looking for love again. So it's really a hopeful song. You know, you can be in love or you can be still looking for somebody. And it's just about not settling until you find something really great.
0: Well, that's the thing. And as you you know, the, the heartbreak is so apparent in this album. I, I really got to ask that the, the heartbreak part is does he know about it? Has he listened to the album yet or has he just like gone? No, I, I don't want to know about this.
1: I'm honestly not sure. I haven't seen him or talked to him probably for a, almost a year at this point. So I don't know if he's heard any of the songs. I'm assuming that maybe he's checked it out a little bit just to, because I'm sure he was curious. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I've openly said that these songs are, you know, true and everything that I've been through. So, yeah, I'm sure that
0: he knows they're about him. <laughs> well, that's the thing, you know, you need the good, the bad, and the very different. And the, the, the title uh, um, of the um, Love, Heartbreak, and Everything in Between does capsulate you in this, in this journey, you know. And I want to go to the um, end of the scale, everything in between of this album, because there are so many different elements and layers to the song. As you said, when you were, it's a three-part project almost, when you were laying it all together, where did you start from for this album?
1: I started with all of the breakup songs yeah. Um and just wrote all of those. And then the other, like, the last songs were the very last part that I wrote. The everything in between section was, you know, there's a song in there about my mom and... um There's a song in there about a bar in my hometown. And it's really just kind of, you know, things that I've always wanted to write about. And thankfully, you know, they all fit into that category of, you know, they're kind of the in-between parts in life where, you know, they're not love, they're not heartbreak, they're just kind of everyday life. So, um, yeah, the album came together in pieces. But the love songs were definitely the last things that I wrote because I didn't even know if I was going to be able to write love songs at that point point. Um, and then I ended up meeting somebody
0: new and, and wrote, you know, all of these songs really quickly, so it just kind of fell into my lap. like, everything was like, here you go, and uh, I was able to put the album together Well that's the thing, I mean, the, the whole album, is very lucky that you found the guy, by the way because um, I, I, I do wonder, what would have happened if you didn't find that guy?
1: I don't know I would have, I guess, maybe tried to you know, remember the feeling of being in love and write about that or write about, you know, my friends or just people around me that are in love and try to capture that that way. But, um, yeah, I'm so thankful that it worked out that I was actually able to write it from experience.
0: And speaking of love, for people who probably first found out about you to new arts, it would have been through The Bachelor. You weren't a contestant. How did that all come about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I performed on the show. I've performed three times now, um, and it was just—you know—we have been sending my uniform on the show. There's millions of people watching, and there are, a lot of them are country music fans, which really surprised me. And it's just been such a fun journey to have The Bachelor be a part of my music career.
0: I find that very interesting because it's a very different sort of dynamic. How um, how, it's a, yeah, it's a really interesting how you and the Bachelor sort of uh, fit perfectly together in this sort of symbiosis. Was it always the case? We're always doing this sort of thing. were um, we ever involved in any other sort of reality TV show like the um, The Voice or I guess American Idol? Even though you're Canadian, I I was I don't think I was eligible to
1: be a part of The Voice or American Idol or anything like that. So. You know, I would get messages about it, uh, people recruiting for the show, and they would be like, can you come to one of these auditions, or we would love to just, you know, have you on the show, and I would have to turn it down, because they would, you know, get to the part of asking, are you a U.S. citizen, do you have a green card, and I'd have to be like, no, I want a visa, and at the time they didn't allow people on visas to be on the show, so yeah, I never was a part of any other singing shows or anything like that.
0: Oh, that's a shame. But of course, now you're you're in um, obviously the mecca of country music in Nashville. Do you get to, um, I guess, travel home that much, or do you uh, you stick more in Nashville now?
1: The first couple of years that I was in Nashville, I was traveling back home quite a bit because I was still doing shows and stuff back there. But now it's been a lot of U.S. tour dates and radio shows here, Um, and I get back home every once in a while. But it's definitely. Not as much as I would like to be able to go home. My whole family still
0: lives back there, so um, I I try to get back when I can. I've always wondered about the Canadian uh, country music scene, because it is very, very different when we think of uh, music in general in Canada. Is there a big country scene in Canada? There is, actually.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of artists in Canada that are killing it. I mean... They're they're amazing, and they're um, very popular up in Canada. And actually, a lot of them have started to move to Nashville as well. So I feel like I was kind of one of the first ones to move down um, that was really in the Canadian scene, and now everybody's coming. So it's really great. I mean, we're all trying to step up our game and become better songwriters. So this is kind of the place to be.
0: No, no, no. And what's really, I guess, the, the big difference, you know, um... For people that have never, you know, lived in those parts of the world, the difference between, I guess, Canada and America as far as living there?
1: Oh my gosh, Um, well, you know, I grew up in, the the biggest difference for me, I guess, was I grew up kind of in a small town and we have a family farm, Mm. my dad's a wheat farmer, so um, I grew up kind of, you know, in the middle of nowhere and now Nashville's a very big city and... Um, There are a ton of differences between Canada and the U.S., a lot of, you know, getting used to the different food and, um, yeah, just different uh, restaurants and grocery stores and everything is is very different here. So uh, it took me a minute to get used to it.
0: No, I mean, it'd be, uh, I guess, a bit of a uh, culture change, probably the same as, as, as an Aussie coming in living in the States or Canada. It's a bit, of a bit of a transition, but it'd be, I guess, similar because we all have these similar sort of values and similar tastes in music, I guess, which always helps. One thing I must admit that I, I love about you is the, the time you take um, with, with your fans, um, particularly with signing their albums. Is this um, something you've always done a lot or, you know, that personal touch with um, your fan base?
1: Well, thank you for saying that. Um, I I just love connecting with people, and I think that social media is so cool because, you know, I'm putting my life out there in my music, and if people are going to take the time to listen and to respond and to send their stories and be such a big part of my life, like, I absolutely love connecting with people. It's so special because I think, you know, you can... Literally make somebody's day or their year just by responding to something or talking to them, and I just think that's a very unique, special thing that artists can do, and I love being a part of that.
0: No, absolutely. I think you have such a, a very incredible fan base that I'm, you know, very responsive to you. As far as you, you've already touched upon um, the tour dates in the states, obviously, um, what what dates are upcoming for you? Uh,
1: I've got a bunch of stuff coming up that we haven't announced yet but um there'll be a few tours uh happening in the u.s and we're going to be doing a bunch of um festivals and stuff in the summer some in canada as well and of course i'm still going and visiting radio over here so radio shows and yeah the books are really starting to fill up for this year already
0: so uh, the last question I've got to ask, and you know, I'm not sure if we'll get you in this year, but is there any chance that you'll be coming down to Australia? Oh my gosh, I
1: would love to. I've heard so many amazing things. I don't know if it's in the plan for this year, but I'm definitely all for it, and I really hope that I get to see everybody over there very soon.
0: Awesome, and we'd love to have you over here. So, um, yeah, get onto your your booking agent and get onto your manager and beg them to to get a, a to a date to Australia because I think everyone in Australia would love you to for you to come out.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I would love that. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for joining me this morning.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: No problem.